You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Hello, hello, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Transmission is all about amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Mianjin, Brisbane. My name is Ez, and I'm in studio with... Elliot. Hey! First time live in studio. Yes, live in studio. I mean, last week we were like pre-recorded in studio yeah we were here digitally yes yes in frequency form but <laughs> but not physical form this week you're actually here so that's nice we can keep things unedited <laughs> and live if you will which is only remotely terrifying <laughs> <laughs> only slightly it's been a cold morning how have you been this morning cold yeah no yeah. i walked it from the train station so my face was very cold. yes you were icy to hug yeah <laughs> <laughs> This episode of Transmission, we will be, is actually quite a special one. This one is about protecting trans kids and a bit of a trans kids themed episode. There's still some language warning for the music though. Sorry, I did the best I can, but some a lot of trans and gender non-conforming artists uh, are passionate and involve heavy themes. So unfortunately, I, I couldn't keep it super clean, but most of it's pretty clean. So any parents out there listening, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can. This episode, we'll be talking to Vanessa from Gender Diverse Kids and Teens, which is a meetup group here in Mianjin. It's awesome. I caught up with her early in the week to have a chat. Later in the episode, Elliot and I will also be talking about managing dysphoria tips, especially related to kids and young people. I mean, the tips apply to anyone, but it, this particular theme is, you know, focusing on trans kids. And to start off the episode, we will be doing the news and events. So wow. yeah, that's how the show works. <laughs> just tossing it up. like. Yeah, I know. K- keeping it interesting. <laughs> we'll start with the week in events. So this week is a special week, actually, because it's International Non-Binary Day on the 14th of July. And on the 14th of July is an event called Fruit, F-R-O-O-T, which is going to be at LaRouche from 6pm till 10.30pm. Come along and celebrate non-binary talent, hosted by Lord Severus, featuring lots of awesome creative types, that, uh, such as Baby, Brandy, Dale Emerald, Enigma Popstar, Evangeline, uh, Navi Karan, Richie Lestrange, Talia Novella, Vamp, and Violet Valentine. If you'd like to grab a ticket to that, you can head over to the Transmission Facebook page at Trans Radio. That's with a Z. Hit the link and grab that ticket. What else is going on, Elliot? There's also the INBD International Non-Binary Day event at the Backdock Arts in Fortitude Valley on Sunday, July 17th from 2pm. It's hosted by International Non-Binary Day Mianjin. There will be non, a non-binary market, Craft Noon, where you can create, share, and inspire. There is also a non-binary performance space, which will feature a variety of different performances throughout the event. The link to check out the event will be posted on the Transmission Facebook page. So for more deets, uh, check out at tra- Trans Radio. Yeah, that's right. Trans Radio with a Z. That's Facebook and Instagram and all the things. <laughs> we put things there. We put important community information there throughout the week as well. So you should check it out. Ah, we are now going to move into the news. Uh, the news is always very sport-heavy, so I am going to give a trigger warning for our trans and gender non-conforming listeners. You know, the news can sometimes be heavy. Uh, yeah, 
there's that. But in light of that, the news is actually like mildly positive. I'll take it. Bronte Campbell calls on FINA to consult transgender community on open swimming category. There was a category that has been opened up that has lots of specifications that I completely disagree with and that I don't think align with the trans community. That's because it's been decided by people who aren't trans. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say on that. But Bronte Campbell has said that they're not really happy with the way that the this open category has been decided. To quote what she says, I think it's important to look at all the options. It's something you have to engage with the trans community on. You have to figure out what they want to do in this situation. It's not for us to sit back and make things, make up things without talking to the appropriate people. Campbell's older sister, Kate Campbell, a four-time Olympic gold medalist, spoke to FINA as well in support of these changes to the this gender inclusion policy, saying that it is in quotation, you know, preserved the fairness that is vital to elite sport. However, Bronte was reluctant to agree to that statement with her sister and said, I always support my sister, but just because Kate and I are related doesn't mean we agree on every single thing. You've got to balance inclusion and high performance. So the first step is making sure that we're engaging with the transgender community as we move forward. It's a really complicated issue. You're talking about a community that has been so unbelievably marginalized over the years and still faces that. So it's important to make sure that we're doing something to protect those people as well. Thank you very much, Bronte. For that. I like that. As an ally, you're doing it right. And in 20 other allies out there who support trans people and gender nonconforming people, remember, if you don't know something, don't just assume, ask. Ask a trans person, listen to this show, reach out, you know. If you're not trans, you don't understand. So don't, I don't pretend to understand other people's experiences and I expect the same in return. Cool. That's the week in news. Wow. Yeah, I nice. know. Real fun. <laughs> We're actually going to go to some music. And then when we come back, we will be chatting to Vanessa. Yeah, let's do it. That one there was by Rain Maiden. The title of the song there was Manic. And before that, you're listening to Against Me with the track called Don't Lose Touch. My name is Ez. I'm hanging out in studio with Elliot. You're listening to Transmission on 4 Z. We are now about to go into a segment that was pre-recorded earlier last week. I caught up with Vanessa from Gender Diverse Kids and Teens. It's a meetup group for parents and trans kids to hang out and, you know, do fun stuff together and meet other community members. I also, over the weekend, went to one of their events and met some of the families as well as the kids. And I had a very heartwarming experience and I definitely will be going back. But yeah, let's let's have a listen to my chat with Vanessa early in the week about gender diverse kids and teens. to introduce yourself for me. My name's Vanessa and I use she, her pronouns and I am the founder of the Gender Diverse Events Brisbane group. Can you tell me a little bit about what is the Gender Diverse Kids and Teens events all about? Yep. So it was originally 
crafted because I didn't see that there was any niche in anywhere for events for the kids, for other people that relate to themselves. So there's events in the city that you drop the kids off and have nothing to do with and then pick them up two hours later. But we just found that those type of groups don't really work for a community that have primarily autistic traits where they lack the social skills. So me taking my kid all the way into the city, it just wasn't working. So I figured I had to do the social skill part for them. And I'm finding the same stories over and over and over that their kids don't like socialising or they just don't have the skills to be able to do that. So this idea came to fruition because there was a, there was was a need no one else was doing it sort of thing yeah there was nothing for the kids and the parents to be able to participate in even still now within the bigger organizations that get funding there's nothing for under 12s so even though mine my kids 15 we we originally started out with half a dozen teenagers and then we had an event a few months ago and we had half a dozen under 12s it was wow. like the teenagers yeah it was a huge event it was great and that's when all the parents were like we need something there isn't anything for our kids to be able to do the parents need to have other people that they can talk to as well because all this stuff that's happening behind closed doors in their tiny little bubbles, because we're such a minority, these parents don't know who to talk to, where to go. Anyone that they do talk to just in general community, friends and family, they're not going to have any knowledge on it. So this so, isn't just for, for the kids, it's also for the parents to get to know other parents as well. It, it's for the parents and I've actually also just opened it up to other trans adults mm-hmm. as well. And I've actually got some of the other adults who don't have kids that are own, but they're in the transgender community. And I've got a beautiful trans woman who wants to be able to work in the community and actually do some benefit for the kids. And she's, she's really into yoga as well. So we're going to be trying to incorporate that into it somehow so the kids can release some inner steam. That's amazing. How are these events typically run? Is it sort of like you, you set a day, you put out a notice, and then you all meet up somewhere? Yes. So I try to do bi-monthly events. So two events each month. And even though I'm on the north side of Brisbane, we've got members from Sunshine Coast to Gold Coast. So I do try and get out to each side of the city. We, We started off just going to the parks and meeting there and having a barbecue, just bringing some food. We've done some bowling sessions. And I've actually just scored a location out at uh, Zilmere at the footy club mm-hmm. and they can host D&D games and That's Minecraft awesome. servers. Yeah. And it's all free of charge as well. Just need to buy some coffee and donuts and the, co- the donuts are actually really good and they're for celiacs and they actually taste nice. Donuts are really good. Got to have your donuts. And the heaps of board games as well and a whole oval to go run on some kids don't like sitting down though so as I was saying before like some of the kids are do have autism so I take that into account with every event sometimes I've got little kids like I've had a little oh they would have been about four years old or something and they didn't want to socialize at all but when we go to the parks I'll set up a whole zone to the side so the parent can bring their child 
and just be over in that zone. They don't have to socialize with us, but being around their own people, they tend to gravitate naturally towards us. And I just let the kids do it on their own terms. They're not forced to socialize. They're not forced to be polite and do all the social norms either. And we'll have giant Jenga, giant Connect Four, heaps of other games that they can play either with their parents or if the kids are just sitting around doing nothing, then we'll get the game started and they always start talking and interacting once the giant Jenga is going on. Oh, the giant Jenga will do it. That I've got to come Jenga. now. <laughs> yeah. And so it's pretty cool. What age range do you currently have? So quite little or? Well, yeah, we've gone from probably four and well, now it's like 60. But I mean, the teenagers, we've got teenagers, 17, 18, and I've just started talking to some 22 to 24 as well that need to socialize and come out and not as many in that age group, but it's going to start growing. I've started doing some like more stuff just for the parents as well um and those ones always draw a big crowd they don't even need to bring their kids to socialize you don't you don't even have Mm. to be transgender to socialize with us so it's a very inclusive and it's a safe space doesn't matter how you identify everyone's welcome that's amazing. And and in terms of like creating more spaces, so you're saying with parents, is that part of like a future plan? Is it to to have more events or? So I've already been in talks. We've got, um, where is it? A place out at Lockyer Valley. Nice. We've got someone out there that has a 40 acre farm and we're going to be co- collaborating and talking about having transgender friendly camping. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Oh, that'd be so good. So that's in the works with our free mum hugs that I work with. We're going to be doing, we're looking at one of our indoor locations. We want to do some share shacks where we hand out free clothes to the transgender community. And we want to do in the talks that we've got with it, um, we're looking at doing some makeup and hair as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, that's great. I have a lot of um, useful skills in uh, applying makeup that I just don't use anymore. Oh, dead serious, we need you. <laughs> oh, look, I'm not, I'm not amazing, but I've, I can, I can put on some lashes, you know, like. <laughs> well, thank you because I went to the Queen's Ball and I spent maybe an hour trying to put lashes on. Oh, I was, I'm I was there too. I could have helped you out. Oh. Oh. All right, next and year. my daughter, my daughter, she, when she came out and started wearing her skirt for the first time and she's talking about how much it flows and spins and I was out of my comfort zone because now she wants the makeup and the hair and I don't know how to do makeup, I don't know how to do hair and I don't know how to do dresses and skirts myself. So we need to outsource that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of other parents that are like, I've never had to worry about about doing braids and colors and well, I guess this is a great yeah. opportunity, you know, hopefully if there's anyone out there listening that, you know, they're like, yes, I want to help. I want to get involved. How, how can people get involved with gender diverse 
kids and teens and your organisation? Come, come to the Facebook group. I would love to get some help from other parents. Even if you can't help, that's fine. Just come to the events. I want to be able to get the events happening in each zone around Brisbane because some people can't travel. And we have, we've got a section on the Facebook page as well for transport. So, so a lot of parents either work or their kids or they need to catch public transport or get their kids on public transport by themselves if they're old enough to, and we can facilitate transport as well. So they don't need to feel like it's an issue that they can't get there. We can get people connected. We've got, I think we're going on to 215 families in the group. So. Oh, wow. That's lovely. Yeah. So we can, we can help with transport to get people to places as well. Fantastic. I'm excited. You'll have to, when's, when's your next event? So we had the movies last week in at South Bank and on the 10th we've got a games afternoon out at Zilmi at the footy club. Do you have an event yes. uh, after the 10th? So I'm also working with PFLAG. So I'm going to be collaborating and doing my groups because PFLAG need events as well. So they're going to be run fortnightly. It's just working out dates for when most people are free. Right. Still nutting out some of that. But uh, what I'll do is on the transmission Facebook page, I'll put a link up there and I'll open it up for people to contact me as well. So that way I can put them in touch with your group. And yeah, that's really exciting. I'm I'm excited to play some Jenga now. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so even if they can't come to the events that are listed in the group, they are more than welcome to make their own event on a on a time and place that suits them as well. And if your kids aren't so sure and they can't do big groups or can't do small groups, then I'm happy to go out and meet people and just do a meet and greet just one-on-one -on -one with just the parent or you and the child as well. And that way the child gets to know me as a facilitator first so that they know me before coming to these events so it's not so overwhelming. You are amazing. I, I bring all the sensory stuff. So we've got body socks and bubbles and fidgets. It's all it's all worked in there. You're amazing, Vanessa. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to stop recording now. <laughs> Sweet. go my chat earlier in the week with Vanessa from Gender Diverse Kids and Teens. If you'd like to check out more information about that, you can head over to the Transmission Facebook page at Trans Radio with a Z. You can find all the stuff there. There's plenty of new events popping up. I was just looking at that just yesterday. So if you'd like to, you know, check out which ones you'd, you'd like to attend yourself or bring your kids along, there's plenty of options there. We're now about to listen to a track called Hold On, You Belong by Ryan Casada and Hello Noon. I thought this was an appropriate song after chatting to Vanessa because kids really need as much love and support as they can, especially when you're different. And this song really gave me those warm, fuzzy vibes. So let's do it. You were just listening there to Cheap Curtains by The Cutaways, and before that was Ryan Quesada with Hello Noon, uh, coupled with Hello Noon on a song called Hold On, You Belong, People Like Us. My name is Ez. I go by he, him pronouns. 
I'm here with Elliot. Hey, y'all. I also go by he, him pronouns. Fantastic. He, him show today. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ, and Elliot and I are about to have a chat. Well, actually, Elliot, you can say what, what we did. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing my own voice. <laughs> well, you asked the community just recently about how they go about alleviating dysphoria. And we've had some excellent responses. Um, yeah, there's some really good ones. Really good responses. An absolute standout here was something that they'd already shared with someone else. Yeah. And I'm just going to go ahead and, and yeah, just quote yeah, read it. it out. So, for me, finding comfort in my skin took time. My levels of comfort in my body related so clearly to how I was viewed by other people. Whether it was gendered perceptions, over-sexualization, and gender norms that affected my access to toilets, beachwear, and the same things that cis people of my gender could do easily. It was helpful for me to find ways to control how I was perceived by society through trans-affirming healthcare and tools like binders, packers, padding, safe tucks, uh, you know, things like that. When I was old enough to get access to hormones, that was really helpful too, as I didn't have to try so hard to be seen the way I needed to be seen by the people around me. As I got older and the dysphoria of being misgendered lessened, I was finally able to learn about the parts of my body I felt dysphoric about internally and what was related to others. This isn't going to be the same for other people. I spent years hating my body to finally be in a place where I love it at 30 years old and get so much euphoria from being me. For others, feeling comfort in your body isn't related to how others treat and see you, but all of the internalized stuff that's developed over the years and the way you see yourself. In those cases, surgery, op- surgery options are available, and hopefully by the time you're able to access those things, they'll be easier to access and possibly affordable because of the work you and all your peers are doing to make long-lasting change for the treatment of trans folk. In the meantime, tips I've used over the years to help my brain in hard times has been to reality check what my perceptions of my body are. People watching is really useful, sitting in a shop with a bubble tea, watching the crowds go by, looking for the features you're self-conscious around in others of your gender. If you're a binary trans person, looking at the cis men and women wandering around and how they wear clothes, the shapes of their bodies make, uh, the shapes their bodies make, sorry, seek out similar body types to your own, and you'll probably notice the diversity in those around us. This can also work for non-binary folk, but you'd probably be focusing less on assumed gender and more on aesthetics of the people around you. Again, look for similarities in body type, but observe the features you have and how other people exist in bodies like yours. Find trans and non-binary role models of all ages and observe. Your body may not feel like the safest place to exist, but it's yours, and when you're an adult, you will get to make all the decisions about your body that you want, and there will be people around you who can support you and access, uh, support you to access the things you need. Aww. That one there was... Really sweet. It was written actually anonymously. Apparently, it was submitted at a school anonymously, so we can't credit the original person for 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 who who posted that or shared that. But yeah, thank you to the Trans Me Engine uh, Facebook group for allowing me to ask questions and to get these responses. So this, that's really great. Another another really good one was don't force self acceptance when it's really rough. Shower with the lights off. Close your eyes. Wear those baggy clothes, you know. And on the flip side, make sure you really appreciate when you are feeling good, you know, when you have euphoric experiences with your body and how you look and how you 
see yourself in the mirror, celebrate that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. do something for yourself by you know maybe staying in that shirt for the next twenty four hours because you love it. So no, I don't. <laughs> but you know, I I love hoodies in this time of year. You know, when it's cold, it's nice because you can sort of feel like you can shelter away. Yeah, um, and it's not like sweltering and sweating <laughs> in binders and um, other gender affirming wear. It can be it can be hard, but have a lot of patience for yourself as well. Absolutely, and I think a big thing to to remember as well is that it takes time. You know. Like, mm. we're all going through our second puberties, essentially. Yeah. You know? And think about the first puberty for, for everyone. Mm. It takes years, mm. you know? And every person is different. I remember when I was in high school, I knew this kid who was 15, full beard. Yeah, yeah right. Why, right? <laughs> and then there's other guys I've met, you know, they're in their 20s, still get, you know, still get the little bum fluff on their chin. That's <laughs> it, you know? Yeah, yeah, And same with girls, you know? There's girls, I, I remember be- being in year six, and there was a girl who'd already developed her, her, uh, yeah, her, her breast, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was super young. She was, what, I don't know, 12? And yeah. then there was, yeah, girls later on who still hadn't developed anything, like, well into the, you know, late teens. Body types are, you know, body shapes and sizes are different regardless of yeah, gender regardless. or but sex like or anything. Even, even other stuff, like internal stuff, things take time. Yeah. So give yourself time, mm. I yes. think, is the big thing. And it's also, like, important to remember that you don't need HRT or no. surgery to be trans. Of course not. And to feel comfortable in your body. It's your body. And it's your it's your journey. Mm-hmm. How you, everything, it's it's so important to just feel comfortable in yourself. Who cares about anyone else? Yeah. It's quite a difficult journey, I suppose, transness. And it's not really difficult in the sense that it's hard for you as a person to understand uh, when it's happening to you. But it's very, it seems to be very difficult for the world at large to understand. But I also like, you know, really like to focus on that if someone wants to find a way to be happy and to be themselves, and if you were to try and interfere and you know, shame that person for the way that they find happiness. I don't think that's a very nice thing to do. I, I mean, what's um, the you know, point? like no what, point what, to it. you don't really get anything out of it. There's there's no real goal there either, other than you're projecting your own self image onto somebody else. And when it comes to like body autonomy, it's nobody else's business. You no. know, it's yours. Exactly. So yeah, if if you're out there and you're you're struggling a little bit with dysphoria and your mental health. Uh, you can head over to the Transmission Facebook page at Trans Radio with a Z. We've got a link up there with a bunch of different awesome trans-friendly mental health hotlines, um, websites, and phone numbers you can contact. There are always people available. These places have been vetted. Q Life is a really big one. Mm. Beyond Blue for for gay men, trans men as well. They're also outwardly proud to support the trans community so you can contact there too. And there's a, lots of other fantastic places to reach out. Yeah, take care of yourself. Absolutely. You know? Self-care is so important. It is so, so important. We're actually going to head into a track, and then we'll come back and say goodbye. This one's a good one. This one's by Imbi. It's called Manish Boy. Let's go. You were just listening there to Manish Boy by Imbi. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. I'm in studio with my best friend and co-host, Elliot. And I also use he, him pronouns. Yeah, we've been chilling out today. It's been a good episode. Yeah, it's been fun. We're all about protecting trans kids today. They're most vulnerable of our community. Mm. Yeah. 
if you missed out, like we, we talk talk to some pretty cool people today. If you missed out on all of that, you can head over to the Transmission Facebook page at Trans Radio and listen back. We do put a podcast up. We also have Four Triple Z on demand, and you can listen back to the whole shebang, including all our banging tracks. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Do you have a particular trans artist that you really like, Elliot? I mean, I've followed Ryan Casada for a long time. I, he's I pretty cool. Think, I think he's pretty cool. Um, I really like Flower Kid. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I did not realize they were a trans mask, trans mm. man, or identified that way. I thought they were on the non-binary, yeah, yeah. Uh, identified non-binary, but I actually only discovered that recently, and I'm, <laughs> I was like, oh, more representation for, for me. Yay, that's nice. But yeah, I, I've been really absorbed into that. Against Me is a very popular, famous, legendary icon band <laughs> of the trans community. So if you hear me, t- any tracks by Against Me, they have a long history as as anarchists and advocates and, yeah, revolutionaries. Super punk. Super punk. That. Yeah. And 4 Z is all about punk. <laughs> you know, this station's all about, like, keeping that real. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. I'm excited. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. See ya. Oh, where's my mouse? Oh, there it is. Okay, (laughs) bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4ZZZ.